Welcome to Kingdom.Think. Today we're covering Leviticus 17, 18, Psalms 55, Luke 11. So Leviticus 17 and 18, things are starting to get a little heated and a little mm, difficult to speak about, but let's just tackle it anyway. Um, chapter 17 is where God really is telling Aaron uh, how they are to a deal with blood and how blood is forbidden to eat or drink, that kind of thing. It's kind of detailed. You can read it. But the part that I find really interesting would be verse 10. I will set my face against any Israelite or any foreigner residing among them who eats blood, and I will cut them off from my people. For the life of a creature is in the blood, and I have given it to you to make atonement for yourselves on the altar. It is the blood that makes atonement for one's life. Therefore, I say to the Israelites, none of you may eat blood, nor may any foreigner residing among them eat blood. So he's using blood for the sacrifice. It's very symbolic in everything we've been reading up to this point. How the blood is, you know, they put it on the altar or they, they're just really detailed about what you do with the blood. Again, it, he remember God is teaching a people how to do things differently because they're used to the pagan culture of Egypt. So God's changing all that. And even though to us, it's like, okay, this is this is over the top. Just remember, he's changing a culture. He's changing a people and a belief system in preparation for the ultimate sacrifice. It's in preparation for the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. So there you have it. That was chapter 17. Moving on to chapter 18. Um, This is where it gets a little nitty gritty. Basically, he's going to go into great detail about sexual relationships and he has to, God has to go into detail because they have come with some bad belief systems from Egypt and he says you must not do as the as they do in Egypt where you used to live and you must not do as they do in the land of Canaan where I am going to send you um he is going to remember he's making a group of people that are set apart. He wants these people to be holy. That doesn't mean perfect. It means set apart. So they have to have very specific instructions. Um, So basically, you don't have sex with a close relative, um, not with your mother, not don't have sexual relations with your father's wife, your sister, your son's daughter, your daughter's daughter, the daughter of your father's wife born of your father so goodness gracious i really appreciate god being um covering all the bases here um don't have sexual relations with your father's sister for she is a close relative don't have sexual relations with your mother's sister um your father's brother because she is your aunt your daughter-in-law your brother's wife um because that would dishonor your brother. Do not have sexual relations with your both a woman and her daughter. You do not take your wife's sister as a rival wife and have sexual relations with her. Um, don't approach a woman to have sexual relations during, un, during her menstrual cycle, her period. Um, don't have sexual relations with your neighbor's wife. That will defile yourself with her. Do not give any of your children to be sacrificed to Molech. Okay, God's not wasting his energy and his thoughts on something that wasn't appropriate. And back in those days, this was appropriate to say, to remind them, don't sacrifice your children 
to Moloch, for you must not profane the name of your God, I am the Lord. Do not have sexual relations with a man as one does with a woman, that is detestable. Do not have sexual relations with animals. Do not defile yourselves in any way because this is how the nation that I am going to drive out before you became defiled. Yep, even the land defiled, so I punished it for its sins, and the land vomit out, vomited out its inhabitants. For you must keep my decrees and my laws. The native born and the foreigners residing among you must not do any of these detestable things. So there you have it. So clear, so specific, because he knew he knew he who he was talking to, and he knew how they were, you know, how they had picked up the Egyptian ways. So we are going to read chapter 55 of Psalms. Now, David is in distress here. Some We don't know specifically what's going on. We know that he had a lot of difficulty in his life as king. A lot of people didn't were after him, including Saul. But so here we are. Um, and this could maybe be before he was king. Let's continue to read and we'll find out. Listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my plea. Hear at me and answer me. My thoughts trouble me and I am distraught because of what my enemy is saying, because of the threats of the wicked, for they bring down suffering on me and assault me in anger. My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen on me. Fear and trembling have beset me. Horror has overwhelmed me. Wow, this is intense. I said, oh, that I had the wings of a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. I would flee far away and stay in the desert. I would hurry to my place of shelter far from my tempest and storm. Lord, confuse the wicked, confound their words, for I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they prowl about on its walls. Malice and abuse are within it. Destructive forces are at work in the city. Threats and lies never leave the streets. If an enemy were insulting me, I could endure it. If a foe were rising against me, I could hide. But it is you, a man like myself, my companion, my close friend, with whom I once enjoyed sweet fellowship at the house of God as we walked about among the whispers. So it goes on and on. So I believe he's talking about Saul and he's saying, you were my close friend. You, yeah, and, and now you're my enemy. As for me, I call to God, and the Lord saves me. Even morning, um, evening, morning, and noon, I cry out in dismay. Okay, moving down, my companion attacks his friends. He violates his covenant. He, his talk is smooth as butter. Yet war is. This has to be about Saul because Saul totally did that. To David, um, cast your cares on the Lord, and He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. But you. God will bring down the wicked into the pit of decay and the bloodthirsty and the deceitful and not live out half their days. But as for me, I trust you. So good. David's a very passionate writer. Um, it's beautiful. So Luke 11 has a lot to unpack. Uh, basically, we start off Luke chapter 11 at the beginning where they're asking God or Jesus how to pray. And that's where he does the, the Lord's Prayer in detail there. And then, then on verse 9, he says, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of your father 
If your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion? If then, though you are evil, know how to give a good gift to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? I love that. Classic, of course, but you got to read it for yourself because even though you've heard it probably a million times, reading it, soaking it in will speak to your soul in a whole different way. Moving down to verse 14, they're talking about they're seeing Jesus do these miracles, and now they're starting to say, you must be a prince of demons by Beelzebul of demons. And Jesus is like, are you serious? If I were a prince of demons, and I'm casting out demons, freeing people, isn't that like against Satan himself? That doesn't make any sense. So he goes into a lovely parable of how to explain that about a house divided amongst itself that just doesn't make any sense. Um, Okay, so then, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. Okay. As Jesus was saying these things, a woman in the crowd called out, blessed is the mother who gave birth to you and nursed you. And he replied, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. Um, Moving on to verse 29. And Oh, and to that verse, he's not dissing his mother. He's just saying, stop focusing on the wrong thing. Don't idolize the mother, or, but focus on the main thing. Keep the main thing the main thing. Blessed, rather, are those who hear the word of God and obey it. <laughs> we tend to do that even to today. We idolize pastors or great speakers, entertainers, He's saying, stop doing that. Even if they're speaking the word of God, stop doing that. Make the main thing the main thing. That's the word of God, not the speaker himself. So then they go a little bit into the sign. They were asking for more signs from Jesus. And Jesus finally said, you guys are wicked. You're you're a wicked generation. You're not keeping the main thing the main thing. You think that it has to do with just the miracles. The miracles is to free the people, not so that you can start worshiping me because of miracles. So your faith is based on miracles and it shouldn't be. And he's trying to teach them. Um, And then we go into the lamp of the body. I like this part, verse um, 34. Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes are healthy, your whole body also full of light. But when they are unhealthy, your body also is full of darkness. So your eyes are the window to the soul. You've heard that many times. The eye is the window to the soul. So when you let the good light in, then your body is healthy. And when you let darkness in, your body is unhealthy. True, true, true. 100% true. So then um, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and he gives them a big spanking. Boy, um, this is very unfortunate. So Jesus goes and explains woe to the Pharisees. And he just is calling them out on their stuff. And this is all the way from verse 37 all the way to the end of the chapter 11 to verse 30, which is verse 53. And he's just saying, yeah, he's calling them out, calling them out on their hypocrisy. So do read that. There's much to be read in chapter 11. There you go. That was Leviticus 17, 18, Psalms 55. Luke 11. And that, my friend, was today's reading. I hope you enjoyed that.